Okay, and okay. we're live. All hey, right. Hey, Dave, you have any jokes to uh, to kick us off with? Well, Jason, you know, I was going to tell you, unfortunately, since the state of California is under the safer at home order, I will only be able to tell inside jokes today. <laughs> hello hello jason i'm glad you liked that because you know not too long ago i told a coronavirus joke and nobody laughed but eventually everyone got it (laughs) so funny (laughs) musician mindset is a conversation series that extracts the performance and preparation thought process from world-class musicians, leaving you with wisdom and exercises to level up your musical journey. I, I did a, uh, I did a t- uh, interview with all of my instructors uh, to our student base, and one of the questions was, What's the what's the one thing you're looking forward to doing as soon as uh, the quarantine's lifted? And every single one of them but me said, "Play a gig." I just want to <laughs> play a gig. I just want to go out there. Every one of them but you. Yeah, except for me. Yeah. 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 You just want to have students come back to your school. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, well, that I said. I said I, I want to go to any island in the in the Caribbean as soon as possible, and then I want to hear. Uh, I don't want to hear myself, my voice reflecting off the walls in the yeah. in the studio that I'm paying for right now that nobody can come to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it's it's interesting how a decade's difference in uh, in age uh, affects your your answers. You know. Yeah. They're all, everybody's all in their mid mid to late twenties, and I'm a little longer in the tooth. Yeah, I feel like I've always been uh, like an 80-year-old man on the inside, like, you kids get off my lawn. I'm <laughs> Definitely me too. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, mad at the isolation and all that. My in, my introvert nature is very happy right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, of course, our thoughts go out to everyone who's actually has real problems. Like, uh, well, I guess I sort of have a real problem. I'm unemployed. But some people <laughs> are like really have you know, are in a really bad situation. And of course people that are sick and dying and people that are in a worse life situation from being unemployed, thankfully we're still doing okay. Um, so anyway, with all that, yeah, the purpose of us getting together today, which I should mention, we're more than six feet apart per the law. Um, but we are in the same room and this is our first time recording at my place. Yeah. We're in my, in my garage here, which is kind of fun. Casa Johnston. Um, Yeah. But anyway, we had just been uh, talking and saying we should get together and just put a little one-off show together for people and maybe try to offer some ideas and strategies for this downtime that we do have right now that, you know, especially for all of us musicians, we're facing unprecedented amounts of downtime. And, you know, speaking for myself personally, I've talked to several people about this and my overall thing is I, um, I want to look back on this time when we're out on the other side of it. I want to look back and be able to say um, that I used the time well. Definitely. You know? I just I just want to be able to feel that I used the time well. And so um, we just wanted to, to talk about some different ways that you can use your practice time or non-practice time and just keep yourself 
musically and mentally and emotionally healthy during um, these hard times that we're in right now? I think mentally healthy is the biggest part right yeah. now, right? Because none of us have ever gone through something like this yeah. uh, over this this long a time. You know, obviously you get sick before you got to stay indoors, or you know maybe you get injured, you, mm-hmm. you break an arm or something, or, or whatever. You can't you can't really go anywhere. You get a sense of what this is like. But uh, I've gotten to because I work with so many people each week. I've seen a broad base of people and they've all gone through the same psychological shift mm-hmm. around the same time as this thing has gone on. Cause we've been doing lessons online for, uh, we'll start our sixth week no, our seventh week of doing this in, um, on Monday. Well, wow. I don't know when people are gonna be hearing this, but, uh, and to just see the, the arc of that mental journey. Yeah. Oh man. It's so important for, for everybody right now to be working on their mental stability. You know, so do you mean like in, in uh, the students that you're seeing, are you, you're seeing like a shift in morale overall oh, in people? It, it, I, morale, just just their personality, just mm-hmm. the like the light of their soul. I mean, because I, I, I work with, with so many people each week that you get to know them, you right, know, and, right. and you, you, you know their, their characteristics and just who they are as a person. And to see somebody who or not just one person, but many people who are really like positive, upbeat all the time just week after week start to get pushed down and pushed down and pushed down. And I feel like everybody that I've seen, especially this week has really been in this like head down, just grind it out kind of mode of like, this sucks, but we just got to power through it. Like, and so mm-hmm. people are really starting to recognize the the lack of freedom that they have. I know I personally yeah. have felt like that, yeah. you know, of like, of like, I just want to go see my, my little niece, you know, mm-hmm. I like, and I, and I can't because her dad's diabetic, yeah. you know, or like, like I just want to, I just want to go to the gym. Yeah. You know, or I just want to do these things that are part of our everyday life mm-hmm. uh, that you, you once your your freedoms are stripped away in the beginning, it was cute, you mm-hmm. know, of, of doing this. But now you're like, wow. Uh, so I, I've just seen this mental shift with everybody. They're really like, all right, I understand we have to do this yeah. for the betterment of everybody. But man, is this a drag. And, and I think especially for musicians where there's so many unanswered questions as, yeah. as to when are you going to be able to work next? Yeah. You know, uh, that uh, focusing on your mental health right now is, is the name of the game. Yeah. You know, for be- sure. because the mental health ties into the, the, your immunity, right? Your immune health. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's the number one thing that the people can be doing to combat this. Yep. Uh, yep. you know, besides the mask and everything like that. But, uh, like that was a real hard thing for me in the beginning was to realize the amount of stress that I'm taking on is does zero good right you know what i mean for right. like it's actually like pushing me into a more dangerous situation right uh to to uh, uh to get really sick you know mm-hmm. if i wanted to because when when this thing kicked in you know you just watch everything that you've built for the past decade yeah. you know what i mean like like go yeah. like all right this might fall apart right now and, well, and I, all of our careers are like that you know what i mean like we are all going through that right yeah. now oh my my career is decimated 100 yeah. percent decimated it's crazy I was talking to my son the other day about um, a friend of ours who, it, who we both know, who's unbelievable and was like looking at um, getting a job like bagging groceries at Sprouts. And he's mm-hmm. like, how can that guy, uh, you know, consider that? He's such a great uh, musician and stuff. And I was like, well, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are at your job when your job doesn't exist anymore. Right. And that's the, you know, it's really the position where a lot of people are finding ourselves in. But um, not to put too much of a hopeless um, tone on this, because really what we want to talk about are positive things we can do. And 
I've kind of prepared a few thoughts, and mainly they break down into the categories of A, using the downtime well, and B, planning for the future. Definitely great points. Yeah. Love talking about both of those. And like I think I told you, I have two quotes that I want to launch us off with. Yeah, let's do it. For the first one, a quote from uh, the great boxer Mike Tyson. He says, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yep. So I know that quote well. I'll, you know, individually and as a music community, we've all been punched in the face mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. And so whatever plans we had are out the window. And so then it becomes, you know, how do you react to that? How do you, um, how do you respond and not let that keep you down? And again, assuming we're not talking about like super serious health problems or, you know, you're homeless or anything like that from all this, but for, for those of us who, you know, we're experiencing more of, let's say, like a bump in the road right now, um, it's so important to be able to bounce back from your plans being totally um, disrupted, but yet you have to be quick on your feet to make new plans, you know? Pivot. And yeah. so, so um, s- sticking with the theme of how we're spending the current time, um, there's practicing and what I've been finding in my practice time through this, um, for me personally, in general, the majority of my practice time tends to get consumed with um, gigs that are coming up in the immediate future. And there's music I have to prepare and gigs I have to be ready for. And there's none of that right now. So when I have practice time now, it takes on a whole different tone, which is I'm able to be Uh, proactive. I'm able to work on the things that I want to work on. And I'm able to work on the things that really for years I've wanted to work on and known I need to work on, but it's never risen past the back burner of a priority for me. So Mm -hmm. maybe um, very, and I'm talking very like um, specific um, finesse type things or whatever, but things that I've always wanted to improve, but I just never could, uh, find the time to squeeze in with all the gigs that are coming at me. So now I'm able to structure my practice time. Uh, It's total freedom for me. It's total freedom. It's whatever I want to be working on. And I'm taking on projects from home that are things I want to be doing creatively with friends, collaborating online and things like that. So uh, for me, it's practicing things that I don't normally get to practice And then another way I'm trying to use the time is to get to uh, projects that I've been wanting to either start or things I've started and haven't finished um, that are finally, I'm finally freeing up the time to be able to do that. So a couple of those things, uh, I recorded a sample library about a month ago now that I'm now selling on my website. So I took all of this gear in here, all these drums, all these cymbals, I recorded samples of everything Wow. And I chopped them into wave files. So for drummers who like use sample pads or trigger sounds or for songwriters or producers who do sound replacing, um, maybe they aren't able to record like a really good sounding drum set and they bring in samples to replace or reinforce the sounds they record. So basically all of my gear is now um, cataloged into this downloadable zip file that's recorded um, that people can buy on my website. And that had been a thing I'd been wanting to do for probably two years at least. 
but when am I ever going to have time to just sit with all my drums for like three straight days and just record everything and bounce it out and export it? You know, it's a tedious process, but it's uh, something I've wanted to do. And then it's also a way to generate passive income, which is super important right now. We all have to be thinking outside the box. How can we make money? Because my uh, my strategy for the last 20 years of leaving my house and playing drums and making money is gone. So, mm-hmm. you know, thinking of new things, the, the sample library is one of them. I am working on transcribing all of Aubrey Logan's last record that I played on, and she and I are partnering on that. And that's going to be a downloadable PDF book that's going to be for sale through my store and maybe her store. And, uh, you know, you and I have been talking about developing drum things for students. And Oh, we're definitely going to be doing that. Yeah. yeah. So all these different things, you know, just kind of like things that, uh, you know, you maybe wouldn't have time for normally that you can look at it now and use the time well. And so those are all examples of things where uh, none of them, like the, the transcribing and all that, it's in the sample library, it's more on the tedious side it's not as fun as like playing music with other people but it all falls in the category of things where i want to look back at this time and say at least i have that to show for it at least i have this to show for it you know all just trying to use the time well mm-hmm. I, I totally agree so for people listening i would try to think of things like that and even think way outside the box and think what do you want to look back on and look at this and say at least I accomplished this with my time, Mm -hmm. you know, and try to think of those projects, whether it's practicing your instrument or whether it's like the other things I was talking about that are not exactly playing related, but things that are going to still help propel you forward in the long run. Right. So you have skills that you can develop Mm -hmm. and then you have opportunities that you can try right now. So the skills are are, are the thing that people uh, you want to, I mean, you're going to be able to take that with you for the rest of your career. Mm -hmm. Right. So the way that I've been thinking is not, what's going on right now but what's going to happen afterwards and trying right. to like polish my skill sets mm-hmm. to be prepared for what the world's going to look like at the on the other side of this mm-hmm. right so you have your skills and, and it's been nice to see that um, uh, most of my musician friends are taking the time to to like work on their chops and do all these things which is which is great but the other thing that i want to hit at is uh, the opportunities right now you say like you're you know you're working on like your sample library and you and I are doing a, a virtual band thing now which That's is right, which is yeah. going to be really cool the point is that there's never been I, I in my opinion never been a better time in history to throw things against the wall and see what's going to stick exactly right yeah. every business outside of the grocery stores and mm-hmm. and food manufacturing services are trying a thousand different things knowing that 99% of them are going to fail, but exactly. it's that one thing yep. that's going to get you through, right? Yep. And if you, if you ha- um, have thought of an idea in the past as a musician, and it could be anything, right? Or you, you conceptualize something right now, try it. Yeah. You know, because nobody is thinking anything other than survival right now. Right. So if, if you have an idea and you don't try it, well, that's on you. You know what I mean? Like you have to get past the fear of, well, maybe this won't work or maybe this will be too hard Yeah. because you have nothing else to lose at this point. You know what I mean? We're we're all at that, at that spot where if you don't innovate and you don't pivot, it's over. You know what I mean? Like, 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 because somebody else who's doing the exact same job that you are, 
they might be thinking of the next idea that puts them a step ahead when this is all over, mm-hmm. right? But now you look at like, okay, now you have this library, right? And now like we're going to have this, this uh, virtual band thing that on the other side of this, we get back to doing what we're naturally good at, what our careers are, but now it's augmented, right? You know, now we have these other skill sets that, that puts us X level higher than everybody else. And what I foresee happening is, is that, the competition is going to go through the roof. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, on the other side of this, so not only do your chops have to be good, which is to gets to the skill thing. I hope you're working on your skills, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But now, do you have a passive income stream to balance out the competition that's coming? Right. You know, and and or does the idea do the ideas that you came up with are they going to give you a competitive advantage against another musician? Um, I mean, obviously we're all peers, but you know, when people are trying to get gigs, it's one against the other. Yep. Are are the are the ideas that you're coming up with going to give you a competitive advantage over somebody else? Yeah. Right. So it's it's just so vital at this point to be thinking outside of the box, and I think that 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 also can tie into your musicianship, right? Because maybe if you if you're not strong in improvisation, getting in the mindset of trying different things, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, going as far as your imagination will let you. I mean, that can only help your musicianship. Yeah, right. For sure. And and think about what that could do for your collaboration with musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like maybe you've been reserved in the past to speak your mind in a production session or in a rehearsal, right? But if you start just trying things now because there's never been a better time, well, then maybe you've now acquired that skill of of believing in your ideas a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least to voice your opinion. And really, what you want to be building the the um, the strength of is is being okay with the failures, right? You know, just just being able to just to get through the other side, throw it out there. If it works, great. If it doesn't, great. You know, we at least you're trying. Yep. So, uh, building skills and then also like exploring any and all opportunities. Don't feel like any opportunity is bad. I yep. mean, we could talk about drinking Lysol not being a bad <laughs> idea, but yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, you can't say there's no such thing as a bad idea. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like if somebody can put. But that out there, <laughs> you can come up with some kind of music idea that. <laughs> but you know, like probably going to be better. Like I saw on Instagram this morning, a guy said, "If you think that drinking Lysol is a good idea, I think you should do it." <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> um, but uh, so an, <laughs> another another quote that I wanted to share is from a an artist named Barbara Kruger, and what you were just saying totally reminded me of it. She said. The future belongs to those who can see it. Right. And I think that is just so perfectly sums up where we are right now. I really believe the future is going to belong to those who can see it right now and those who can have the best ideas. And there are a lot of areas that are the Wild West right now. I remember when when the lockdown first happened a month or so ago, every one of my musician friends, like Clockwork, was posting online. I'm now offering online lessons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on. Like, you've never taught, like, right. everybody, yeah. everybody. And I, you can't blame them because, of course, we need to keep money coming in. But it's like, man, that's such a, that's instantly so oversaturated. Right. Everyone is now teaching online. Right. So not only is the economy collapsing for us, but it is for everyone else, too. So, like, what makes you think that all of a sudden people are going to have all this extra money to spend on lessons. I mean, I'm sure you're seeing that just in your regular students. Like, oh, people are dropping off, right? It's been horrible. Yeah. It's been it's, horrible. Yeah, it's crazy. So, 
that just to you know re- illustrate your point of how competitive it's already getting and i just think it's going to get more so and we all need to be thinking of new you know different things to be doing and one thing i would recommend i've been doing a lot of these and i have a several going right now and there're going to be a lot more coming i've just i've been doing a lot of video collaborations with people like um not even for money sometimes just like with friends just doing stuff where um, we'll record at home and send the files to each other and then we put it together and release it on social media and it's just uh, it's a way of keeping producing content staying creative staying in touch with your friends keeping your contacts and there have even been um, I could think of probably three people off the top of my head where I've been collaborating online with people that I would not normally be working with Mm -hmm. in a live or studio setting in Mm -hmm. person because now everyone is looking at the internet as just a level playing field for collaborating, you know? So, and it doesn't have to be, you know, if you're someone that wants to get into that, it doesn't have to be like all these mics that we have here and all the gear. It just, you can do it on your phone, you know, use your iPhone, the video and the audio, and you play to a click and you send it to the next person and they put a thing out and, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a great way to just stay um, stay creative and stay collaborating with people. And, and, and continue your networking. Exactly, exactly. You know, because you don't know who's watching this stuff. Because yeah. you know? if you're collaborating with somebody that you haven't in the past and they put it on their social, well, there might be somebody on their social that, that sees you and then on the other side it's just like, wow, Dave's a great drummer. I didn't even know him before. And, and, and Exactly, you wouldn't even meet people that you knew. Right, and now, and now you get a different gig. Yep. Right, so if, we have to all get past the... I mean, I understand that we have to make money, but get past the, the, the you know, trying to do things just for money. Like right now, right. It's, I, I right. think it's about building your brand, Yep. you know, building yep. your, your personal brand and investing in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it, you're, you're right when you said like people are not going to buy music lessons right now. I yeah. mean, like they're either in a system and they're paying or they're not paying, you know, right. and, and they can they can get free music lessons literally anywhere. I mean, Brian yeah. May is giving out free guitar lessons daily, right. you know, right. like, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right. you got to build your brand for the future, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in any instrument or if you're a music executive or, or anything, right? Like the, what you're putting out there, your social media, like what's going on right now, if you look like a leader, you're going to be viewed as a leader, mm-hmm. you know, later. And if you look like a professional and you're putting out really good content for people just to consume, even if it's just for three seconds, you're flooding their their mind, right? Yeah. And yeah. so if, if the name of the game and getting gigs in the future is reputation, well, what not a better time to, to you know, create your reputation and introduce yourself to vast new uh, sources. Yep. You know, and, uh, you know, you're not asking for anything. You're just saying, hey, here I am. Here's yep. me. And and it's been nice to see a lot of people do that. But I, I, I really feel like there's there's a whole bunch of people not, you know, um, yeah. that uh, you've, that's one of the things you want to start taking advantage of is, is that you have people's attention that maybe you might not normally have. Yep. You know, so just put, setting yourself up for for tomorrow, because there will be another side of this thing. But. The world's going to be very different, you know, in a year from now, the world's going to be very, very different. Mm-hmm. So where do you fall in that? And and I feel like this is really going to start to shake the, all industries out, Yeah. you know, of uh, when whoever's left at the other side of this thing standing, 
those are the real pros. Yeah. You know? And I think, you know, to boil down some of what you're saying, something that has been effective for me when, cause I have times when I get depressed about all this stuff and anxiety about it and everything too. But my best advice for people is to think about what you're going to be doing when this is over. Right. As opposed to when you find yourself getting in your own head and getting so worried about everything and getting depressed about, uh, you know, every day. I just said to my wife yesterday, she asked about a session or something. I was like, it doesn't matter. Every day is the same, you know, (laughs) but I can fall into that too. You know, I have to, I have to fight that, but I I have to think about um, where do I want to be and what is it going to be like after this is over? And when you can, always have that as your end goal Mm -hmm. you know none of us know when this is going to change or how much it's going to go back to normal none of that but you you have to mentally keep yourself in a state of thinking forward and this is how it's going to be when this is over and this is where i want to be and i'm going to use the time right now to get myself there proactive thinking rather than reactive thinking yeah right You, you 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 have to and it's you can't we can't just say that and say that it's easy to do that Right. You know, because I think t- even just talking out like how we're feeling, even though we've said it to a thousand people a thousand times, it's good. You know, like like mm-hmm. it's, it's a form of therapy just to be able to express, hey, look, this sucks for everybody. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're all anxious and we're all like have gotten our careers uh, shook from this. Uh, but let's now pivot and go. All right. Let's start planning for tomorrow. When uh, the, my process, what, how I how I handled this was like I, I was fortunate enough to see it coming uh because uh, i hope you don't mind me going off on a little story here oh, on this uh, so for those of you who don't know i own a um a music lesson business uh that focuses heavily on uh, beginner guitar lessons uh so i uh created a few products that we sell within our within our system and i get them from china so i placed an order at the end of december uh, and within the second week of January, it hadn't shown up, which usually it's it's there by now. And I messaged the people out there, and they didn't respond for me to me for for a solid week. And when they did, they said we can't get into our factories. Wow. Now I didn't understand what they were talking about. And you know, that was because, like before it was on the news. Here. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. exactly. And I was like, what do you mean you can't get into your factories? And they're like, the government has us locked down. Whoa. So we're going back and forth for a couple of days, and I started doing my research, going, oh man, this is going to be a problem. Wow. At that point, we started going into preparation mode. Um, the um, one of one of the one of the managers at my school and I of okay, we're going to need to get everybody ready for online lessons, and mm-hmm. we're going to need to start sending the messaging out earlier. And we sent it out before Disneyland sent theirs out, uh, mm-hmm. like saying we're going to be working from home, just to start conditioning people. So it was we were being proactive, you know, and it was like to fight what's about to come, yep. you know, and it came, you yep. know, and it, and it yep. hit hard. There's no doubt. But now that we're, we're in this kind of like stable mode where everybody, like I said earlier, is just kind of in grind mode, head mm-hmm. down, you know, let's get to June. Now we've shifted or pivoted our mindset to go, okay, we got, we, we protected whatever we could protect. Right. We've created systems and, and everything now. Let's look towards tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Like, like how are we going to recover? So I wrote a, a four phase recovery plan and sent it to all my, uh, my team members so that they could feel hopeful to go like, you know what? like we're doing something like there's a plan in place mm-hmm. to rebuild once once we're able to you know because we we have not hit the bottom and none of us have we're, like i've i've been saying that the the bottom is the day that they they uh ease the restrictions mm-hmm. that's when you can start to rebuild 
right. you know, because until then, you it's don't still know. Going down. Yeah, you don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like you can't possibly climb back up until you've gotten to the bottom. Yeah. So, but even that, when they ease the restrictions, might not still be the bottom because easing the restrictions might make it worse again. Right. So, so we don't know. So, yeah. So, that, like, once once you get that point, now you can start to rebuild. So we have. I was like, okay, let's let's now give people some hope, and including myself, mm-hmm. going, okay, like, what are we going to do after the fact, and what I'm, with that plan in place, what can we do right now that will aid in that recovery? Right. So, like, pivoting towards tomorrow. It's been huge for my personal mental health yeah. Uh, because it got me out of the stress of just managing crisis and now going, okay, we've managed the crisis. Now let's figure out how we're going to, where are we going to go from here? You've passed the uh, acceptance stage of the seven stages of grief or yeah, I don't man. know what the seven stages. But, you but know, you that's have the to, thing. You have to accept it before you can move on. Totally. Yeah. And, and and anybody that doesn't believe like that, that, that we're all going through like a trauma right now, yeah. it, it, you better think again. Because yeah, sure. I, I, like I said to you earlier today, I'm seeing it in people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. everybody's going through these waves of like, yeah. yeah, and I definitely hit that acceptance point. Yeah. And going, okay, well, and this is where I was going with all this is like, what can I control? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what's in my space right now that I can control? Okay, I can control creating a plan for tomorrow. I can't control when that's going to be, but I can control of... Uh, the, you can be the, ready when it I happens. can be ready for it. You know it. this isn't going to be forever, and you're going to be ready. Right. Which I wanted to ask you, circling back to what you said, you came up with a four-phase recovery plan? Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. So is phase one, I'm just curious, is phase one, this is what we do right now while we're in it, or is phase one, this is the first thing we do once they say that we're getting out of it? Phase one is uh, retention. So, so phase one is current. It's current. Yeah. yeah. What are gotcha. we doing right now to retain the people that we have? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, for musicians, this can apply as well, right? Right. Look at your entire book and go, okay. Are there any opportunities to retain the inc- any income stream that I have right now? Right. And then go a step further and go, how do I retain the the clients that I work with when I'm able to reopen? Right. Right. So right. that would get into the social media thing that we were talking about of like you gotta constantly be be putting content out just to keep in the forefront of people's minds yep. and reach out to the the MDs that you're working with or the artists that you're working with weekly you know Mm -hmm. just to say like hey i'm here don't forget because what what i what i'm seeing and we're all going through is that people have really lost track of time right you know this is just like this endless day night groundhog day kind of thing can't go anywhere that if you are not in people's attention span you're not in it you know so you don't want to wait to think this gets over and then you call the md hey you know like when are gigs like right. you know don't do that invest now like re- work on your retention now mm-hmm. so that's what we're doing is is working on retaining whoever is left um and when we get to phase two that'll be when we're able to get people back into our studios mm-hmm. okay now we're back in what's the plan for that what are the safety procedures for that um what are the possible uh problems that are going to come up with that right. right let's have all that mapped out now we get into okay now how are we going to recover and a lot of that recovery thing is stuff I'm doing now, things I'm investing in now, mm-hmm. um, skill sets that I'm learning now to be at a higher level of professionalism when we're able to. Yeah. Right. So it's like I said, like at the end of this, who, whoever is left standing are, are the are the true pros. So I want to put myself and my business in a situation where we are looked at as someone that can weather a storm, that we've done it in a professional way. And that we're an industry leader. So now 
when this gets through, we have that persona and we have the skill sets to be able to not only recover, but to expand dramatically our business and our market space. Yeah. Um, and that every musician can be doing the exact same thing right now yeah. by polishing your chops up on, mm -hmm. on things that you, you wanted to work on, um, by maintaining relationships with the people that you currently work with, by expanding your network, you know, like you were just saying, doing videos, mm -hmm. uh, like, and collaborating with people and how, whatever that is. And then just reaching out, like do your research and start reaching out on to people that, that you thought were unreachable. Right. Which they're totally reachable now. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of getting out in front of it, when this all hit, I realized pretty early on that I would need to be able to record from home and do it at a higher level than I had been previously doing it. It was not a big part of what I was doing before. So um, Nick Petrillo and I, you know, who people who listen to the show have heard his episodes. He and I, um, both decided that we need to go in and not like go in business wise, but just that we both individually need to, um, really up our game of home recording and we are collaborating a lot and it's been, it's been really a new venture for me that I would not have been pushed this far into it had mm -hmm. this not happened. But like you're saying, I'm going to come out on the other side with a whole other tool in my tu tool belt that would not have been there at this level. Right. And also was reminding me what you were saying, like, now that I'm recording really like a proper studio setup that I feel confident in the product to offer people, um, I've been reaching out to people that I haven't worked with in a long time and go, hey, um, like just pretty blatantly. Like, hey, just want to let you know, like, I'm recording from home now, and if you need some tracks, and I've had, there are a couple people that I'm now working with, um, some of them aren't even in the U.S. that I'm collaborating with, there are, mm -hmm. a guy's got me playing on a TV show in Europe, crazy stuff that, you know, Great. and that, okay, here's a, actually a good story, I didn't even reach out to him, he saw on Instagram, he's like, hey man, I see you're recording from home a lot now, what's your deal, like, are you set up, and what, I was like, yeah, you need some tracks. He goes, yeah, actually, I want to add some live drums for this TV show I'm, I'm working on. Oh, for man, it's so good. So there you go right there is case in point of what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Just by keeping pushing forward and keeping yourself visible, something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. will, will happen. You know what I mean? It will. It just will. I almost feel like we should have done this show like, like three weeks ago because those of us who, who are now like trying to be proactive – have been proactive mm -hmm. for a few weeks, you know, and if you're, if you're you know, late to the game, you got some catching up to do, you know, and I feel like now we're against the clock because mm -hmm. maybe it's a month, maybe it's two months, maybe it's three months, but your competition has a month's head start on you, right? you know, and an infinite amount of time to mm -hmm. like to be working on your skills. So if you haven't, this, this is for sure the time to, to do it. So hopefully this, this, uh, our, our chat here serves as a motivator uh, you know, for anybody out there that's just like still feeling sorry for themselves, you mm -hmm. know, to, to go, all right, let me do some reflection and go, what, what, how can I be better? You know, what do I need to do? And writing things down. Oh man. I can so get way better about that. I, I keep a lot of stuff in my head that I should write down, but the things that I do write down, mm -hmm. it takes the burden off of me remembering it. It helps me to organize it yeah. and you can just see a written plan you know, ABC, how mm -hmm. you're going to attack something. It's such, uh, you know, I, I want to do that more myself. So my setup, I mean, I always, I've always been, um, 
a, a document. I like go, uh, goals. So at the mm. beginning of every day, when I sit down at my desk, I have a stack of uh, these white uh, index cards and every day I write down things I want to do for the day and I have a, a notepad of things I'm trying to do this week mm -hmm. right and I and I put more like bigger projects on that and then the daily stuff goes on that I transfer it. well now I've moved into a third tier of the system where I've taken a huge whiteboard and put it next to my desk mm -hmm. right and the whiteboard has the overarching four-step phase process and where are we going and then what are all the things I'm trying and what's working and you know so that each day I can I can manipulate the plan, you know what I mean, like based on the results that I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. uh, but you you have to because it's it's such a good feeling, pen to paper and then crossing things off. Totally, crossing you know? things off is the best. You know, it's yeah. it's like because in a time like this, it's you have to feel like you've accomplished something. Exactly. And yep. and as silly as it sounds, like just like literally like striking something out mm -hmm. is so rewarding. Yep. You know, and then you can just start chalking them up like every day. You, you see more and more and more. So then you can go back to it and go, all right, what did I do this week? A lot. Yeah, exactly. You know, I did whatever I could. And that, yeah. that's kind of been my mentality is, is that at the end of the day, when I, when, I leave, when I leave the building, have I done everything that I possibly could do today? Mm -hmm. You know, that's within my control to help my situation, not only now, but in the future. And am I getting a little bit better at, at whatever skills I'm trying to get? Like I'm trying to improve my uh, my live streaming, right? right? Like like the live stream situation, and, and then doing more video content, mm -hmm. uh, and not being relying on anybody else, but relying on myself to you know to do it, learn the gear, learn the the tech language, and everything like that. And it can be very overwhelming to look at a project you know from fifty thousand feet, which is why I haven't done it. You yeah. know, it's just because I'm like, oh, I'll just talk that later yeah but now when you're thrown into it just like you're recording you mm -hmm. know it's like okay let me go to one thing let right. me just pick one thing on here's my list let me do one thing of that and then they just start adding up and then at the end of it you have this great new uh skill or skills yeah that's gonna make you better yep totally man you know one of my uh favorite tv shows is breaking bad mm -hmm. and i i love the scene walter white who's supposed to be a bad guy He's actually kind of one of my heroes. I love Walter White. Mm -hmm. And I love the part toward the end of the series where his back is against the wall. And I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but he has to he has to do a bunch of crazy stuff to get out of his situation. And there's this montage of like some super like violent murders that happen in a jail. But underneath it, the song is playing uh, Pick Yourself Up by Nat King Cole, mm -hmm. which is awesome because it's like this really chill song juxtaposed against this really super violent scene. But the thing I love about it, too, is the message of the song, which is Walter White's mentality, which is, hey, I am in this unwinnable situation. Every single thing is stacked against me. There's no way out. And I'm going to pick myself up and brush it off and start mm -hmm. over again and just keep going. And that actually inspires me in a weird way. Like, I think about that. And I listen to that song sometimes like in the morning and it just kind of gets me in the right frame of mind, which is that we're all getting knocked down. We're all um, facing this. But what else can you do but just pick yourself up and just keep going and oh, go to the sure. next thing? That's it. That's all that you have. That's all there is. So the tune for me is I'm Still Standing by Elton John. Nice. I, I listen to that <laughs> like once a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not even really an Elton John fan. Yeah. It's just the, that message of hope. Yeah, uh, because because you you need it. It could be so easy to to go down a dark place. You know, yeah. I, I've I, I was saying to somebody just recently, like 
this is the first time in my life that I've ever like really felt depression. Yeah. Of like what that really is. Yep. And I and for a, a good like four or five days, like I was like, I don't understand this. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand what this feeling is. Uh, but then come to recognize this is depression. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like, and then you go through all those uh those uh those stages mm-hmm. but yeah i mean like use the power of music to your advantage exactly. you know what i mean exactly. like exactly uh, and i and i think that's a real blessing being us musicians is that we have an escape pod exactly you know that yep. like you could just get behind your drum kit or i can play a guitar mm-hmm. anybody else out there can just go and make music and we'll see you later corona you exactly. know what i mean like we're just yep. going to like go to a musical world right now which is which is awesome but you got to use uh, you know whether your friends to to talk with um, or you know, songs that have an inspirational message to just keep fighting, you yeah. know, like, and, and that, I'm glad that we, d- we did this conversation today. Like I'm, I, I feel good about it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's awesome. And Definitely. hopefully like when you know, people are listening out there, it's, it's helping you. Uh, and that, you know, like maybe share it to people that, that you think could use a, a pick me up or people that just need to hear the truth, you mm-hmm. know, like, because we can't be egotistical at this time. You know, you can't be like, like, a this world famous musician and come in and say that everything's great right now and your career is awesome you cannot say that you're a fraud you know like it sucks for all of us you know really really badly yeah but we set that aside and we become better you know and and that's kind of what 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 we're doing so anything you want to wrap up with here dave yeah one uh kind of practical thing that i would suggest that i meant to mention earlier is when you can get yourself onto a schedule, even yeah, when it is, yeah, yeah. I, we really should have said that earlier. It's going to be totally self-imposed and it's going to be totally up to your self-discipline to mm-hmm. maintain it. But for me, you know, I mean, those of us who have little kids at home, that's a whole nother realm we haven't talked about. Like, oh, yeah. like I didn't sign up to homeschool my kids right. while I was trying to like run a studio in the back of my house. You know, it's crazy. So, at the first couple of weeks that all this was happening, it was like, oh, this is kind of, you know, fun. Like, we're going to just, like, sleep in and watch Netflix and stay in our pajamas. And I remember I was talking uh, to Nick Petrillo again about this. He's, like, the the fifth Beatle of our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's an honorary podcast. Um, he was saying, man, I get up every day. I get dressed. I shave. I put real clothes on. Same. I work a nine-to-five day at home by myself, and I keep myself to that. And mm-hmm. I – that really inspired me. And I, that stuck with me when he said that I was like, man, that's really good because it's so easy to just, we have definitely had days here where we all just look at each other and we're like, it's dinner time. Like, what did we do? Nothing. What, what happened to our day? You know? And so I tend to, to be the taskmaster of the house of keeping everyone on schedule. And sometimes it's not popular, but (laughs) I think in the end, in the end, it's to everyone's benefit mentally and emotionally to feel like, Oh, I need to get out of bed. Uh, breakfast is on the table. I need to, you know, the kids log into Google Classroom and do homework. I come out to the studio and work. And just to to maintain a sense of schedule and order. And I even find myself, I put a lot of pressure on myself, like some of these sessions that come in that some of them I don't even get paid for. And I'm like, oh, I have to finish this. They're waiting for it. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like the mm. time is irrelevant. I don't have to. But the feeling that I have to because of a timeline that I've created is helpful to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally it's does. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just helps me a lot to feel that because then I can move on to the next thing and then I can feel that I'm staying productive and then I can be uh, happier and mentally more more sound. Keep the throttle on, man. Yeah. Like just just get, like, keep going. And, yep. and I, like the, to Nick's point, I mean, I do the same thing. Like yeah. it's same routine as, as I did 
pre-corona. Yeah. I just I can't go to the gym, so I'm out. I bought a TRX and I'm doing pull-ups on trees and running around the neighborhood and just you know. That's I see my... you out. We we see each other running yeah, now yeah, in yeah. the mornings. Yeah. So it's like right around the same time as I would be normally going to the gym. I I dress the same as I would going to the office, and I go to the office. Now, yep. granted, I'm the only one there, yep. but but working a full day there, you know what I mean? It's just keeping that schedule yep. has been very valuable. Totally. So I'm hopeful that that people are starting to like lock into their own schedule and. and Again, just be productive, you know, just this like as the theme of the, the show here is, uh, you know, look when when you look back on this time, did you use it to your advantage or did you waste it? Yeah. You know, because you don't want to live with that regret. Yep. Have you had three months to basically do whatever you wanted to do? Yeah. You know, within reason of, of yeah. like bettering yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and did you? Yeah. Because when when things get back to whatever normal is going to be in the future this will be forgotten you know to a sense a sense but yeah. not to the people that like really like worked yep. you know what i mean because then you're because you're, you're going to be living a better life you yep. know, like there's no doubt about that so anyhow uh any closing remarks there dave uh yeah just i hope this has been inspiring for people and motivating and i feel more inspired and motivated than i did an hour ago so mm -hmm. it's been great and just you know everybody do the best you can and we're all in this together. It's going to get better. Yeah, it is. It yeah. most definitely is. So if you don't mind, give us give us a share to to somebody that that uh, that needs a needs to hear this kind of stuff. Doesn't have necessarily have to be a musician. Anybody really, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Because um, any information uh, besides drinking Lysol is good information. <laughs> so until then, you guys uh, you guys hang tight, and we'll do uh, we'll do another episode real soon. All right. Pick yourself up. Take a deep breath Dust yourself off and start all over again Nothing's impossible I have found For when my chin is on the ground I pick myself up, dust myself off And start all over again don't lose your confidence if you slip Be grateful for a pleasant trip And pick yourself up, dust yourself off And start all over again Work like a soul inspired Till the battle of the day is won You may be sick and tired but you'll be a man, my son or Will you remember the famous men Who had to fall to rise again So take a deep breath Pick yourself up Dust yourself off And start all over again
Work like a soul inspired Till the battle of the day is won You may be sick and tired But you'll be a man, my son Will you remember the famous men Who had to fall to rise again So take a deep breath Pick yourself up Dust yourself off And start all over 